This is going to be a very lively podcast. I'm just warning you now. Dave, do you think this is going to be a lively podcast? I thought it was going to be a lably podcast. Lively, like you're going to the lavatory in a bit. <laughs> Let's try that one again. Dave, do you think uh, our podcast is going to be lively on the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast? Of course. What makes you think that? Because uh, it, it'll probably be lively, too, because one of us <laughs> is going to go to the bathroom. Dave, <laughs> you just cannot let the lively joke go. Nah. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Dave. Welcome back, special guest host Dave from Ramping with Dave. Dave, what kind of podcast are you expecting? A lively one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Welcome, Dave. Hey, Chris, my man, who uh, can somehow almost turn the word toward into almost three syllables. Me? Yeah. Toward? Uh-huh. What's the third syllable? You almost turned it into toward. How do, you just say it like it's T-W-A-R-D, like sword, toward. T-O-R-D. I see. Toward. Well, do you want to go to Merriam-Webster to see how wrong you are? Toward. Dave, there were three podcasts from Bill Simmons on the Bill Simmons podcast the week of December 28th, 2020. That's how far behind we are. The first was with Cousin Sal, 139. Nice and brief. Exactly a month, huh? No. <laughs> Maybe exactly four weeks, I, I guess. No. Exactly a month, December 22nd. I thought I said December 28th. I thought you said December 22nd. December 28th. Well, it is December 28th. Okay, almost a month. Uh, the second was with Jackie McMullen and uh, Bob Ryan, 154.56. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Yeah, here we go. Dave, on the first podcast from like, it's in dispute, but we think possibly a month ago, exactly. Three seconds in, listen to this word. A lot of parlays blown. Do you know what the past tense of the word blow is? Uh, well, it depends how you use it. It would be blue, but have blown or things were blown. Yes. Not blown. Blown. It's a combination. It's blown. That's what happens when you play a video game against a piece of cured Italian lunch meat and you pwn him. Oh, that's good. I thought it was when you uh, somehow put a uh, loaf of bologna into a uh, pressure cooker, set it to the yogurt setting or whatever, and then it comes out with two <laughs> two loaves of bologna. <laughs> you bloned. You bloned. <laughs> Very specific. Loaf. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the uh, that's the that's the food cloning that I think of. It's yogurt. You put a little bit of yogurt with a bunch of milk. You let it do its thing, and then it turns into a bunch more yogurt. Right, Dave, I tried to make yogurt in a sous vide bath a couple times huh. two days ago. The first time, the glass broke while it was allegedly sous videing and just turned uh, the Milk sous vide water gross yeah. and gunky. Yeah. And then the second time, I dropped the jar and spilled uh, the milk all over the place. Never even got to the yogurting stage. Did you cry about it? <laughs> you know, I had I uh, bright white tears staining my teeth, uh, my teeth, my cheeks with lactose. No, I was, uh, well, I guess you violated Dave, the whole thing. There's no sense crying and spilled milk, overspilled milk. Yeah, no, I, I knew where the joke was going. Okay, was good. good. All right. Moving on to more food talk at one minute and seven seconds. I have always hated and will always hate the way Bill Simmons says onion. Crisp tart pickles and crunchy onions. Always says onions. Like there's a G in it. At least one G, possibly more than one G. Onions. Crunchy onions. It's like when you have a, a, a redneck person who is uh, watching out for the young shallots. They're onions as opposed to youngins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's just the uh, crumbs at the bottom of the bag of uh, Stoner's favorite snack, Funyuns. <laughs> Funyuns, I don't know. <laughs> at 156, our favorite reason for using the podcast app Spotify. 
You can change speeds. You can listen to me at 1.2 speed. Also, Dave, as you know, we hate Spotify, regardless of what my wife says. Will not listen to it. Have not listened to the Rob Harvilla podcast about 90s music because it's a Spotify only. Would love to listen to it, but fuck you, Spotify. Okay. <laughs> Pearl Jam at 2.15. At 2.37, this time zone reference. Pacific times. At 7.18, a swallow. Right. Where's like- at 8.36, unnecessary article. Washington has some dude named Heineken. At 12.54, a swallow. Weird. Rams, Bears, Cardinals. At 13.38, I feel like he's taking a shot at all of the Golden Girls. Every game has these two other wrinkles. Two other wrinkles. The games have a variety of wrinkles, but (laughs) these games have two extra wrinkles. Not the normal amount of wrinkles, not three extra wrinkles, but two. They have two other ones. Why the uh, Golden Girls, though? Well, because maybe if the Golden Girls was a show about two old people, and then suddenly there's these two extra wrinkles, and they're like, okay, fine, Rue McClanahan, you can hang out with B. Arthur and Betty White, and uh, who played Sophia? I don't know. Uh, I never hated on the show, really. I just really never got it at all. I don't know if it's just not familiar. If I'm missing something, but I never saw the appeal. I just never found any of the humor funny or anything like that. Not for me. At 1808, peace. The other piece, the the other frustrating piece was... At 2145, this swallow. Right. And they're like, oh, these guys are friends. It's like, well... Dave, do you remember, you have a a child. She's like, what, two and a half? Yeah. I have two kids. They're uh, six and nine, almost 10. I fondly look back on the first time I was able to provide them with this experience, referenced by Bill at 2343. Anyone who has kids, I include myself, I have two, remembers the first time they brought their kid to McDonald's. And gave them the McRib. Uh, Do you remember uh, fondly looking back on that time? No. You gave your kid a McRib? No. What memories? McRib, quote unquote, was at my elementary school cafeteria. And it was like what everyone craved. And it was like a subpar McRib. So it really wasn't very good. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I've ever had a McRib. Well, no. Not only do I not have I never given my kid McRib. That's for sure. I don't know if I've had a McRib from McDonald's in my life. At 2455, this swallow. They're back up. Guy can't complete a pass. At 2456, unnecessary article. Did, did no team had ever gone 11 0 and then lost their next four? At 2717, laughter. So you got it. <laughs> At 2754, Bill botches this cliche. Oh, we kind of lost our eyes on the prize for a second. <laughs> He's trying to say that they had their eyes on the prize and that they no longer had their eyes on the prize. And as a result, their eyes were lost. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely could take your eyes off the prize. Uh, you could lose lose sight of the prize. Yeah, exactly. That's what you should say. Uh, I don't think that you would lose your eyes on the prize unless yes. eyes on the prize is one noun that stands for the whole idea that you lost. I don't. <laughs> well, he had his eyes on the prize, and then they disappeared, and they were unable to to locate his eyes, the ones that were on the prize, and as a result, lost. At 29.57, this laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're locked in the two now. At 30.40, this laughter. It would turn on a dime. Listen to this game show pitch at 30.49, and then tell me what you think you have to do in order to play this game. Tanking or trying would have been a fun game show for this game. The game is called Tanking or Trying. That's not what I heard. The game show goes like this. Are they tanking or trying? And then one person says whether they're tanking or trying, and then that person is either right or wrong, and then that's the whole game. What do you think? So what do I? how do I think that it's played, or how do I, do I think that it would be fun? Yeah. Do you think you could get 22 minutes uh, plus commercials out of this game? 
is it like a physical feats of physical strength? Is it mind games? Like, what are we talking about? Because I think the length of time depends on what type of activity it is. Activity. You, you, you. This is the way it works. You're watching a football game, and then there's a game show called Tanking or Trying. The purpose of the game show is you have to guess whether one of the teams playing is tanking or trying to uh, win the game. I see. Okay. I don't like it. I think it would be boring. Yeah. Also, it would be like 30 seconds long. You're either right or wrong, I guess. There's, it's just a too boring. Not enough possibilities. <laughs> How do you think the theme song would go? Probably something along the lines of the Monday Night Football theme song, which isn't bad. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Thanks. At 37.15, this stat sounds kind of like a venereal disease. Did you see there's a stat going around? I like how uh, Bill's concept of sports journalism is there are statistics, and then of those statistics, some of them make their way around sports journalism. Possibly like the kissing disease. What's that, herpes? <laughs> no, that's a mono is the kissing disease. Oh, right. I had that in sixth grade. I have no idea because I definitely hadn't kissed anybody. Herpes? Yeah. No, I didn't have herpes, or, or but I did have mono. At 37.42, changes in the way the sport is played. I, oh, that's going to change because there's teams playing each other. Right. Now, there are teams playing each there's other. teams playing each yeah. other. <laughs> He's talking about the NFL, where now they're heading into the playoffs and suddenly the games matter, as opposed to at the end of the season where some uh, teams didn't really care. Okay. Uh, that's right. This is from December 28th. Now, Dave, there's a game that Bill Simmons plays uh, every Sunday night with Cousin Sal, and the game is called... called tanking or Trying. <laughs> yes. And it's 30 seconds yeah, long, and it's play. got a sweet theme song. Yeah. But but the game that they actually play is called Guess the Lines, which they've been doing for like more than a decade on the Bill Simmons podcast. And what they do is they try to figure out what lines Vegas is going to set for the upcoming week's NFL games. So the game is called Guess the Lines. Okay. Here's what Bill says at 4024. All right. We're going to do all the Guess the Lines in a second. What he means is we're going to Guess the Lines in a second or... We're going to play Guess the Lines, but you don't do Guess the Lines. I mean, I guess you could. It works better than saying doing all the Guess the Lines. Hey, you want to go do a walk? Yeah, right. Exactly. You want to go do a bike ride? It's kind of like when uh, the English people are like, uh, hey, would you like to uh, have some lunch? And then the other person says, I guess we could do. <laughs> How long ago was that? English people still say that shit. How do they? I didn't know that. Kind of like some Oliver Twist things. At 4132, this laughter. <laughs> like... Hold on a second. How do you win tanking or trying, by the way? Who's ever going to find out, oh, yes, this team positively was tanking? That's the great mystery. So you just guess trying every time because that's what everybody's going to say? Well, that's what they would say if you go to the like the players or the, or the teams. I think maybe it's who comes up with a better explanation for their answer, you know? Uh, okay. All right, here's more Guest Alliance shenanigans at 4636. We're going to try to figure out Guest Alliance. Again, the game is called Guest Alliance. He is not trying to figure out the game. What he's trying to do is guess the lines. You don't have to figure it out. You just guess the lines. Yeah, okay. At 46.56, more English. There's no limit to how good this line get. What word do you think Bill left out there? At 48.01, this botch. Tennessee. At 58.24, Bill is not listening to himself, which is why he uses... The completely wrong word here. It's basically the Miami's going home team. The Miami is going home bet. He is betting that Miami is going home. He is not betting that Miami is going home team. Okay. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, he thinks they're going home, so he's betting on it. He doesn't think they're going home, so team. Right. At 59.52, this swallow. Mm-hmm. The Giants make it. If- at 103.31, this snort. Try to win. <laughs> at 104.48, Bill compares the NFC East to something cinematic. What do you think it is? What was a terrible, terrible, awful movie that came out recently? Freddy Got Fingered? Probably that. Never saw it. Uh, I thought American Pie 2 was really just awful. What else is terrible? I mean, I just haven't, I barely watch any movies. And so when I do decide to watch a movie, it's because people have said it's great. So I really haven't wasted much time on bad movies in my life. Well, here's his comparison. This division was like a documentary. A documentary on what? Not any documentary in particular, not a specific documentary. So he doesn't specify? He doesn't follow up? He doesn't specify? Like this isn't out of context or anything? This division was just like four football teams. Like you're just saying uh, just a fact that's undisputed. But yeah, you, you could definitely make a documentary. It wouldn't be good. Oh, speaking of giving up, at 106.24, this bail. The, the words are just, and then he goes in and Haskins. What he's saying is, from a fairness standpoint, the words are just. Uh-huh. At 108.34, sounds uncomfortable. But he started doing it on memory. I think he means from memory. Not on memory. It's like when something happens on accident. I think on accident is completely wrong. I've only heard silly people and dumb people say it. At 109.23, I think there's a lot to unpack here. It, it, you, it's these two different muscles that aren't related to each other, and you're also being, you're on live television. Yeah, you're like playing a video game and cooking dinner at the same <laughs> right. time. It's like like it's you're playing Miss Pac-Man while you're also talking right. to five people. Now, first of all, he starts with the uh, Joe Bluth nominee, where he stutters and sputters. It, it, you, then he goes on to say that the muscles you use when you're doing live television and pointing to things while on live television are unrelated muscles. It's these two different muscles that aren't related to each other. And, and then says, by way of explaining how challenging that is, that it's like playing Miss Pac-Man while talking to five people. Now, first of all, not muscles. Uh, second of all, have you ever played a video game while talking to somebody and the person you're talking to yeah. was not talking to you about the video game? God, all the time. Pro- probably most times I'm playing a video game and someone's there. Yeah, all the time, right? Or possibly also like when you're playing Fortnite, you know, online. Yep. And you're talking yep. about work. We do it that. happens a lot. Terrible Fortnite noobs. Yes, but it's fun. At 113.24, Bill continues to not pay attention to his words. I just no. wish he wouldn't play football <laughs> on a game that I gambled on anymore. On the game. Because if they're playing football on a game and it's a game I'm betting on, perhaps they'll slip and fall while they're playing football on that game and crush the game. They're footballing a bet on a play, like just rearranging a number of ways. Still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> At 114.07, unnecessary article. I, the Aikman. At 114.13, thing. It's all over. He's like a kinship thing. At 115.18, swallow. Character has yeah. super Paris. At 118.09, snort. <laughs> At 118.36, I'm going to continue to criticize Bill's pronunciation. Here it is the word among. Rams defense is among. It's among the. Okay. I guess. Among. Yeah, like those uh, people in Southeast Asia. Yes. Mong. H M O N G. Mong. They make good sausage. It's got like garlic, cilantro, onions, ginger. At 119.06, this laughter. We just can't. <laughs> At 121.56, this laughter. <laughs> At 127.56, unnecessary article. You can't come on the FaceTime? At 130.24, how many weekends have they been asking? My wife and my two kids have been asking all weekends. If- all weekends. Yes, all the weekends. All weekends. All 52 of them, dude. At 131.19. I still don't understand, though, what's fun about having a bunny part. Bill's producer, engineer, editor, and nephew, Kyle, uh, who we call Cousin Kyle, got a bunny with his girlfriend. 
And Bill is trying to figure out why. So he says that he doesn't understand the what's the fun about having a bunny part of having a bunny. I thought he was talking about what's so funny about having a bunny park. <laughs> bunny park would be cute as long as it was well taken care of. See, the problem is he starts almost all of his sentences, it seems, with the, which is why he has so many unnecessary articles where he says the and then switches what he's going to say. So what he started to say was, I don't understand what's so fun about the, and then realizes, oh, now I have to figure out some phrase that gets at what I'm trying to get at, but also follows the. Yeah. So what he should have said was, I don't understand what's fun about having a bunny. But instead, because he started it for no reason with the article the, he has to say the what's fun about having a bunny part. Yeah. Which makes it all sound unnecessary yeah. uh-huh. and, and convoluted. Set himself up for failure from the from the get-go. At 132.16, this laughter. <laughs> at 133.23, subject verb agreement. So wait, is there two strollers or one? Should be. Are there two? At 134.47, this laughter. <laughs> at 136.41, bad branding. That's it for the BS podcast. We'll be back after this. Try to win. <laughs> hey, America, give that food a new attitude with natural cheese. Give it the flavor of a country fair. Give it the tang that brings your food some flair. Give American food a new attitude with cheese. Give it the kick of a bluegrass vest. Give it a chance to taste its best. Cheese adds life to the old recipes. Give American food a new attitude with cheese. My uh, wife just entered the room and is making a bunch of what the f- faces at me. <laughs> I think she's overheard uh, just my side of the podcast so far, uh, and uh, she's looking at. Was me. she like uh... <laughs> very strangely? What podcast? All right, hold on a sec. Uh, let's uh, unplug these headphones so you can tell her what's this. Uh, well, Mendes, I'm doing? sure you would guess oh, based on Dave's deep discussion of surnames. This is a podcast about the Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> yeah. He deserves it. Why are we doing this? She says. Uh, okay. Yeah, unexpected guest speaker. I don't know if she'll be edited out or not. Dave, she doesn't know we've made more than twelve hundred dollars in almost two years. <laughs> I didn't know it's been that much. April first. Pretty good. Mm. I'm told mm. be pretty. Mm. Oh, oh. the only mm. one to play. Mm. Be- mm. Oh. Ooh. Hmm. Gets, mm. Wow. Mm. So you, mm. oh, it's oh. demoralized. <sighs> mm. Oh, wow. Mm. For the mm. Rams. Mm. Uh. Mm. Oh. oh, wow. Ah. Wow. So, oh, yeah. So mm. take the uh, uh, Wow. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Right away. Mm. So. Mm. In the mm. And I don't mm. know how much. And, mm. and, uh. and mm. stand it. And mm. Mm. Wow. And, mm. and, and, oh, and, wow. I just. Dave, on the second podcast of that week, which was many weeks ago, though the number of weeks and or months uh, is in dispute. This podcast from December 30th featured Jackie McMullen and Bob Ryan, one hour, 54 minutes and 56 seconds. Hey, is Mac as opposed to Mick Scottish, M-A-C Scottish, where M-C Mick is Irish? Is there any truth to that? I have no idea. You should Google it. At 243, Pearl Jam. At 325, a swallow. Plus... The NBA at three thirty-three. This swallow quarter or whatever. It's been easier than ever. 
two out of three mix surnames originating in Ireland. Two out of three Mac surnames originating in Scotland. Oh, and I guess that means the other one third of each is from the other country. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, it's some interrelated Gaelic. At three forty, this swallow TV and really zooms. At seven thirty six, he's missing a word. The thing that I was surprised. I- he does this a lot lately. The thing that I was surprised. Yes. <laughs> at eight forty one. More bad verb. This kid's one everywhere he's went. Should be one everywhere he has gone. Yeah. That's uh, English 101, for God's sake. At 916, more bad talk. Especially Indiana team, they have to be better at. I mean, I guess he could be saying when they play at Indiana, they have to be better there. At 1421, this swallow. Videos, like the one. At 1426, this swallow. Um, Just really. At 1441, this swallow. He's still the most fun to watch. At 2017, this Elmer Fudd. Could not be more pleased. Please. At 2031, checkpoint. He has hit every checkpoint that Paul George did. What do you mean checkpoint? Is he playing somebody in chess and he thought that's what you say when you win? Yeah, no, he doesn't understand how it works. He seems to think that when you get better at a game or a sport or some uh, professional endeavor, you have to hit checkpoints along the way. This has evolved from him saying you have to check the box next to some skill that you have to get good at. Dave, that was a huge gulp. What was that? You drink a kombucha? I held my phone so far away from my face, I can't believe wow. you heard that. Unreal. Oh, maybe these new, do these new iPod, uh, or I'm sorry, new iPhone headphones? Oh my God, I think it has a microphone built into it. Are they the wireless kind? No, it's uh, the kind that plugs into the iPhone 11, so it doesn't have a headphone jack anymore. It goes into the charger jack. It's the kind that came with it. And now I'm just looking, and there's this thing on the side right. that uh, looks like it has a little microphone uh, icon. I held my phone very far from my face so I could take a big gulp of water because my mouth was getting dry. And uh, I guess, uh, yeah, you heard it really loud. Yep, there's definitely a microphone there. Sorry about that. All right, moving on, Dave. We got to get to something much more important, which is me asking you this prepared question. Dave, what is a head scratcher? Uh, Well, I remember this time at the mall when high school, walking through with some people who I was friends with at the time, one of whom is going insane and uh, had quite a rocky uh, adulthood. And one of those guys at the kiosks in the middle of the aisle or whatever, in the ground floors, you know, they have to harass you as you go by. Uh, Now we all have smartphones that we can pretend like we're staring at or really be staring at so we can just ignore them. Uh, But back then there was no such thing. So you kind of had to like talk to the guy so you didn't like plow into him or like walk around him. Yeah. Nice use of plow. Uh, But he was like saying like, yeah, he's uh, saying that he's got this thing. It looks like a whisk. Like if you cut off the tip yep. of a whisk, yep. cut off the tip of a whisk, a metal whisk that's real wide, yeah. and then you like put it on the back of your head, like where men go bald first usually, on the back of your head, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you do it there, and then you like press it down, and it sort of scratches and expands, yeah, and bends the little metal things, and expands and sort of like then like just scratches your head real good. That's a head scratcher. Yeah. This is what he says. To uh, but anyways, the guy at the mall, like yeah. the, the guy at the mall did it on me. And I was like, I was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. By it, but he was doing it. And then he was like, it makes girls horny. It's like, well, he was, he kept saying it makes girls horny. Uh, and then uh, the one guy who I was talking about earlier was like, yeah, but in his case, it makes guys horny. Ha ha. Oh, got you with so, the burn. Uh, I guess he was making a joke that I was making a joke that I was gay or whatever, even though, uh, we see uh, how that turned out, I guess, you know. Because you have a, he's a wife. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not gay. Yeah. Yeah. Did did you sucks. notice any sort of arousal when the guy used the uh, head scratcher on you? There was this, like, sh- 
shoot of goosebumps down my spine, uh, all the way down to like my butt crack. So yeah, definitely did tingle. It was good. He got me. <laughs> Here's the answer, Dave, at 21.58. And then some head scratchers, and then we'll go. Um, just some things that have me scratching my head. The correct answer was, a head scratcher is something that has me scratching my head. Oh, of course. A head scratcher is something that has me scratching my head. We'll give you a partial credit, Dave. Okay. At 22.04, this, did you just swallow again? Yeah. Heard it? It was almost like a burp that was coming up, and it got stuck halfway, so I had to swallow it to fight it down. At 22.04, this swallow. The Pistons. At 31.08, Bob Ryan, who is like a professional sports guy, columnist, reporter, uh, working out of the Boston area, I think. He's been on like the sports yeller shows. His watch goes off. Uh, listen to Johnny Most, got upset, you know, and I was et cetera. Uh, but went to games. My friends, I fell in with a bunch of basketball freaks of junkies. Doesn't seem to realize that this is being audio recorded and that his watch's alarm is a f***ing audio alarm. At 3246, this is not how you say this word. Combat asterisk titles. Not asterisk. Now, don't say anything yet, Dave, because he tries it again at 3251. Where there's some sort of either asterisk or foot. So, so far he has said asterisk. Asterisk. And asterisk. Asterisk. Do you know how you actually say this word? Asterisk. Merriam-Webster? Asterisk. Dave, you are correct. In one single try, you got it right. Bill Simmons fails pronouncing the same word differently five seconds apart. Isn't Rick Astor a celebrity of some kind? Not Rick Astley, the uh, give you up guy, but uh, I think there is a Rick Astor. Uh, I think you're thinking about the past tense of when you're uh, trying to pose a query to a female. Richard interrogated. Yeah. <laughs> Did you did you take care of asking that lady that thing? No, dude, Rick. <laughs> oh, okay, we're good then. Exactly. Yeah. At forty one forty eight, no surprise. Jackie, I started that. I want all the credit. At forty two thirty seven. At forty four nineteen, more old Bob Ryan phone or computer noises. Good job in NBA history. Who's Bob Ryan? He's that old guy that uh, his fucking phone keeps going off, but he's also like a reporter or whatever. He's on those sports yeller shows, like sports reporters. At 57.27, Bill is talking about from whom he learned the most about basketball. And he comes up with this. I learned more from Bob about basketball growing up than anybody. My dad's probably either 1A or 1B in that conversation. First of all, if his dad is 1B, who is 1A? Yeah. And also, why does he not just say, my dad is number two? Why does he have to say 1A and 1B? Yeah. Maybe just, is there a C? He doesn't want to make his dad sound like he's actually second place. So it's sort of like a consolation prize. Oh, no, yeah, you're first place, too. You're just not as good as first place as the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if we were to line you up. I, I think he can't figure out where he wants to uh, or how he wants to do his scoring system. Because if first place is 1A, then his dad being 1B means he's in second place. But if he... Starts it at one. Yeah. One. No, first place is one. And then second place is one A. And then third place is one B. Yeah, it says you, though, but maybe he doesn't know if he's doing it like that, though. That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's his own confusion where he's not sure that if the best is one or if the best is one A. And there just is no one. At 10129, this laughter. And he can't get past those children. At 10701, this laughter. <laughs> at 10823, Try to guess what the verb is in this sentence. If you took like 1983 Mikhail and 2020'd him. What do you think? 2020'd him. Yep. The verb is a form of 2020. <laughs>
you so you 2020 somebody at 111.13 and what has to be uh, corporate scripting okay. bill says this about scott toilet paper Scott brand toilet paper has been trusted for generations. He then goes on to say it works as expected. Being the reliable choice that works as expected every time. Dave, it's worrisome that the toilet paper industry has to tout one of its products as saying, when you go to wipe your privates with it, it functions correctly. Because doesn't that imply that other people's toilet paper is not that reliable? Yeah, or it's just sort of like a, a shaving off of a tree, unprocessed, unfiltered. Uh, just tear your asshole up. Several seconds later, uh, he then uh, goes on to say this. It's easy to grab and go, allowing you to be efficient with your time and live life uninterrupted. Dave, have you ever dealt with, and, and you're a, sort of an aficionado when it comes to bowel movements, <laughs> have you ever dealt with toilet paper that was not easy to grab and or go? Grab and go? Oh, I mean, every toilet paper roll, no matter what type of brand it is, it's going to be hard to bring somewhere with you. I guess you got fluffier rolls and harder rolls. You can compress one into a more flat form, but I don't really know of anybody who's taken any tickets anywhere with them. They're usually provided, you know. I always felt like the issue was it is easy once it's mounted on the wall next to the toilet uh -huh. to unspool it and then tear it off the, the larger roll. That's what I thought grab and go means. I thought it was like a sort of a portable packet of tissues. Like they have. have you ever found uh, that wiping after number two, uh, the toilet paper made you inefficient. Maybe he's thinking about like the waxy, cheap government kind that requires like twice as many wipes and that Scott is therefore more efficient at wiping. Okay, I can kind of buy that one. Yeah, if you get the soft kind, you know, you only need like maybe one or two sheet, little squares, uh, you know, fold it over, use it again, clear off anything that's left. Uh, but uh, that real thin stuff, yeah, you really got to roll that over a whole lot. So there's like maybe 15, 20 layers before it's thick enough. So you just at least protect your fingers. <laughs> so it's much less efficient. Yeah, you got to use a lot more of it. It still doesn't feel good. At what point in the wiping your ass do you feel like your life is unnecessarily interrupted by the paper? The interruption is taking a f***ing trip to the bathroom and having to put your life on hold no matter what, or otherwise you're going to make an embarrassment mess out of yourself. I mean, what you could really market that as is some type of adult diaper brand that's going to seal in all the liquid, all the liquid the smell <laughs> and not look like you got a uh -huh. big fat wearing it. That's how you can avoid your interruption. Okay, gotcha. The toilet paper has nothing to do with it, for sake. Unless you can always keep it in your pocket. So you'd be like, oh, well, uh, I guess I sat down on this toilet without checking to see if there was toilet paper first. Now what do I do? Uh, call someone to come bring me a roll? No, thank God I got this Scott grab-and-go in my pocket. Wow, my life is so convenient. <laughs> Too bad I had to pull over at this guy's rest stop on I-80 <laughs> to take a to begin with and take a huge dent out of my trip and get infection on my because of it at 113.18 this laughter <laughs> at 122.56 this laughter <laughs> at 128.07 this laughter <laughs> and, and, um, at 133.03 a buffalo bill nominee i lost my mind at 139.02 this swallow i'd recommend alabama at 139.15 this swallow such as enhanced odds boost more swallows from dave in the background drinking coffee gross it's not gross you don't drink coffee oh i do drink coffee but the, the swallowing noises are gross you should know this more than anybody you're the biggest uh, uh oh i'm sorry what's the word uh, like <laughs> misophonist yeah at 147 23 more old man computer noise they don't, they don't even go to the joint go at 150 this laughter you know <laughs> right you know what i'm saying so there is a difference it's right misophonic at one, should be misophobic 
At 152.36, more old man phone computer noise. Deteriorated into scary. At 153.49, bad branding. All right, that's it for the BS podcast. Hey, guys. Well, it's uh, the end of the podcast now. I hope you enjoyed the content. Dave, thanks for joining us this week on the Bill Simmons podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me. I can tell you, back in, uh, hey, listen, real quick. I mean, if you don't mind, real quick, back in college, we played a lot of Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Dave, hey, I don't mind. College, we played a whole lot of uh, Smash Brothers for the 64, and we had this regular crew of, like, I don't know, at least the regulars, there was probably about six regulars, but then there was a lot more of that who played, like, off and on from time to time, uh, and maybe, like, 15 or 20 of us. And we divided it into uh, tiers, eventually. But then what we started doing was 1A, 1B, 2A, 2B, but there was no tier 1. So if you were in tier 1A, you were in the best tier. If you were in tier 1B, you were still really good. You just weren't quite as good as tier 1A. And if you were markedly worse than anybody in tier 1, that's what puts you in 2A. And then if you're a little worse than them, it's 2B. It just sort of worked out where there was like skill level, just like separate, distinct, like proficiency levels at the game. And uh, there was then a skill set. What tier were you in? Set, uh, within each tier. So I was tier 1A. Uh, of course. Um, and there was, I think Amanda wound up being in 2A. So, uh, but for example, I mean, among us, she was, uh, you know, not nearly as good, but then when she has played other people in Smash, out in that, like not related to us or whatever, she just houses them, kicks their ass because she's had that good training. <clears throat> so 2A is still really good. Is, is team, is, it's the lowest is tier, tier 2B the lowest tier? Because if you get into tier 3, then it's just, we thought, yeah, we, well, what's the lowest tier anybody was on? Tier three because nobody wanted to play with them anyway, so everybody wound up sort of fitting into tier one, tier one. Because well, I was going to make some kind of a Smokey Robinson joke about how tier three was uh, the tier of a clown. Uh, but why don't you just have tier one, two, three, and four? Why did you have to have these? No, weird because what was so weird was that, that like, been just as the easy? first two skill sets were very close, but the third skill set was markedly worse than the second one. Like there was no like gradual grading of skill set. It was like you had like an elite group that was really really good. Uh, that was, you know, half of them were kind of a little bit better than the others. But then there wasn't anybody, like, a little bit worse than the people in Tier 1B. So that's why it was, like, you go all the way down to Tier 2A at that point because it's a, kind of a steep, uh, a far drop from that first... I'd have to, I kind of have to map it out for you. I'd have to show you, mm-hmm. like, uh, names and stuff and be like, okay, these people played all the time. They were really good. These guys were a little better than the rest. Uh, and then these people played kind of often. Sort of, It sort of correlated with how often you played. Like, there was the regulars who uh, would show up every day. Well, Dave, I do have to say that I find it extremely fascinating the various skill levels and rankings of you and your college buddies when you would play video games, but we have to move on to this podcast.